Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. That's right, Houdettes. Frenchman Connection Podcast is proud to announce that we've been picked up by the Belly Up Sports Network. Belly Up Sports is a super fast-growing sports network that covers anything. I mean, any any sports you can you can think of, ranging from the NFL, Major League Baseball, basketball, hockey, MMA, even like they even got wrestling on the site if you're into that, it's fantasy football, sports betting. I mean, you name it. Uh, Belly Up Sports is a super fast-growing sports network, um, and we're super-duper excited to jump on that network with our podcast and our growing podcast to grow this along with belly up sports. Um, so we're, we're super excited. It's something we've been working on for a little while and it's finally come to fruition. Um, and you know, obviously, yeah, that's, that's the tease that we've kind of been talking about the last couple, you know, week or two, whatever that we had a little announcement. That's what it is. Frenchman action podcast is now part of the belly up sports network. We are the exclusive new Orleans saints podcast on the network guys. Welcome to our first episode uh, of being part of the Belly Up Sports Network. How's it going? It's going, man. One of the best things about being a part of the Belly Up Sports Network is that's how I like to sleep at night. Belly up. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's how I like my women, I mean, too, you know. Um, ass down, belly up. Okay. All right. I- <laughs> there it is. but i mean hell man like we started this podcast like we didn't have no microphones we were screaming into the laptop blackout drunk sometimes not knowing what we're doing to like grow the thing into being part of a sports network to me that's pretty cool it speaks to us as hosts but it also speaks to the fact that like the listeners that push the podcast, you know, because we look guys, listeners out there, like if, if, if podcasting is either something you do or something you want to do, like when you try to join a sports network, they ask you for stuff. Like they want to see how many downloads your episodes are getting, how many listeners you have and what kind of reach you have. Like they're not going to pick up like some, you know, some schmucks that are just, so it's cool. I mean, it's, it, like I said, it, it speaks to us as hosts, but it more so speaks to the people who listen to it and kind of like, consistently downloaded it and listened to our pod and and shared it and all, and all that stuff that that's to me is just really cool man i'm i'm all about i'm all about it there's a lot of saints podcasts out there a lot and a lot of really good saints podcasts out there so for you to dedicate you know 45 to 115 minutes of your life listening to us three bozos pretty cool absolutely so enough about us let's talk about the main topic of the episode which is the Super Bowl. It's the biggest American sports spectacle. And no, the Saints aren't in it, but we're going to talk about it because there's plenty of awesome storylines of this Super Bowl. Um, I'm not a Tom Brady hater. I know a lot of people are, but I mean, it's pretty cool, man. The guy goes from the Patriots and then he just picks a, you know, picks a random team in the NFL, takes them to the Super Bowl, the first ever home Super Bowl, which I find really freaking cool. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about. He goes up against the young gun, Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs who, um, you know, really good team. Love them. I, I rooted for them last year in the super bowl. So are they, talk- uh, 
Is that going to be the uh, passing of the torch for this uh, Super Bowl? You know, uh, like you said, Brady's, um, uh, you know, he's won six out of nine. He's in his 10th appearance. Win or lose this game, it, it really doesn't tarnish his, you know, his mantra, his, you know, everything about him. It, it, it's just, you know, win or lose, it is what it is. But the other side of that is, what if Mahomes wins? This is now two in a row. Is the young yeah. gun the new Tom Brady of the league? I tell you what, if Mahomes can obviously stay healthy, but <clears throat> like what makes Brady so great, it's not it's never really been about the physicals, it's everything from the neck up. If Mahomes can get that, like even close to the Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady level. Man, I mean, sky like the sky, sky's the limit is an understatement for him. And as he gets older, I think he's going to develop that. And right now, he's going off of simply physical tools, Andy Reid game calling, and, and just slinging the hell out the ball. I mean, he's got it. He's got all the physical traits that you can ask for. So he hasn't had to have the mental traits yet. I mean, just imagine when well, he's, you know, three years later when he's got the mental and physical aspect of it. He's gonna be even better. I I, I I honestly think from a you know just AFC. I mean, you know, you enjoy watching other games and stuff. I think from just a fan point of view, he might be the best in the NFL at changing the play on a fly. You know what I mean? From a like a uh, like an ad lib kind of standpoint. Here I am. I'm over here staring at uh at, at Tyreek Kill, but. Kelsey's over here. Whoop! Let me just zip the ball back across. Like, yeah, man, he changes everything, and that and that changes the dynamic of a game. Big it does. Time. So, like Ryan said, if he can do that and process everything, you know, well, watch out. I don't know if you guys remember this, but after he after he won the Super Bowl, he was doing an interview. I don't remember who with. It might have been Good Morning Football or NFL. Somebody talking about how he like. Hey, I, when I first came, I didn't really know how to read defenses. And now I figured that out. I'm like, you didn't, you what? You're doing what you're doing on the field and you don't really know how to read defenses? Yeah. Christ, when this kid learns how to fully read a defense, it's just going to be, it's going to be unfair. I mean, you, he, you he reminds me of a bunch of different like quarterbacks. Like if you mashed in all their best attributes, like, like Will, you were talking about the ad lib. To me, the greatest quarterback in recent history of the ad lib has been Russell Wilson, man. He, he makes things happen in that boring, like the most boring offense ever. Russell Wilson makes things happen. Patrick Mahomes makes things happen in a, in an amazingly uh, thought out and creative offense. And that to me is, I don't know, man, it's, it's, it, it Brett it's super cool. similar too. Brett Favre was very similar. Yeah. Far as just, Hey, saying hut plays broken down. I'm going to roll out. Miss one sack, miss one tackle, and then on it. You know, break break one tackle. Comes across the body, gets picked off by Tracy Porter. <laughs> and and you know why you know why Brett Favre was like that too. To go back exactly what Ryan or to what Charlie just said, when Brett Favre first got into the league yeah. from Atlanta, and then he went to Green Bay, he couldn't read a defense. <laughs> remember, like, remember the, the, the Brett Favre. They break it down on the Brett Favre documentaries where they're <laughs> like they're watching film and they're like. You know, what's that coverage? He's a nickel, and he's like, I promise you. He's like, I looked over at, I looked over at my backup quarterback, Ty Detmer, and I'm like, Ty, 
What Ty, what's a nickel? Yeah, what's a nickel? Like, what's a cover? What's a nickel? It's like, what's a nickel? And he's like, oh, you know, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just go on and throw the ball. That's not a big deal at all, you know? And you yeah. think, like, he has no clue of what's going on. He's just, that. that's where you, he got the nickname, the gunslinger. Yeah, yeah. But, I I mean, I don't think, I don't think Mahomes is, is down there. I think Mahomes is definitely further up on the, the cerebral part of, of the game than, than okay. far more. It, it, yeah. a, a lot of bad players are playing offense now than defense too. Like oh, they go, they sure. go to college, the better players are going to play offense. They go to high school. Hey, they could be a cornerback. They could be a wide receiver. They can play a wide receiver. They could dedicate themselves to wide receiver. I mean, this, the, they got seven on sevens that they, that happened all through the South. I'm sure it happens in, in your neck of the woods too. It's, oh yeah, man. It's all dedicated to offense, offense, offense. So, when you think about that on top of the day and age we're in with penalties and everything else that happens in NFL, it's an offensive game. In Mahomes, it's fit perfect for perfect. what's going on now. So then once he does get the cerebral part, oh, my God. I mean, he's going to have he's gonna have Payton. years. This going to be unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's going to – you know what? I'm, I'm saying this prediction right now on the French Reconnection podcast. People are sick of Tom Brady. Because he's always winning, you know. There's there's like the attitude part of Tom Brady that people don't like. Like he gets kind of like this Karen attitude where he bitches and complains. But I think a lot of the hate on Tom Brady is not so much of his personality. I just think people get sick and tired of winners. To be honest with you, I'm not like that. I'm the opposite. No, no they do. But they do because if you had the Saints that had four Super Bowls, two Super, three Super Bowls, right. it would. I'm tired of the Saints. What what I, what I was going to say though is I'm predicting that if this career continues for Mahomes, you'll have the same type of dumbasses that are like, I'm sick of him. He's just always winning. <laughs> you you got to admire greatness. I mean, yeah. I, I remember, you know, mid-90s, just admiring Michael Jordan and just knowing that he was the best that you've ever seen. Oh, and there's nobody going to be better than him. Yep. And for all our younger listeners that haven't witnessed him other than the documentary they did, The Last Dance, uh, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player that ever was. LeBron James, he's a physical specimen, but he's not the greatest basketball player. Michael Jordan is the same downs. The best basketball player that has ever walked this earth, not even close second for LeBron. Yeah. That's what I remember watching. Uh, I remember explaining to my kid one day. I was like, "Babe, there was a time in the '90s where, like, the best people in their trade were all named Michael. Like, Michael Jordan was the best basketball player of all or at, of, of his time, in my opinion. Michael Jackson was the best. You know, pop." pop artists of all time. Uh, Michael Johnson was like the best track star of all time. Mike Tyson was 18 years old, knocking out grown men. I was like, it, it was the year it was, it was the, it was the decade of the Michaels. Um, random tangent. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl is supposed to be down in Tampa Bay, which is, you know, really one of my favorite stadiums to be in. You know, what sucks is that when Tampa scores, like they're, they're not, they can't light off the cannons. Because like Tampa is the host, but like it's not a home game for Tampa. Uh, I think it was Diana Rossini from ESPN, maybe, who said that. That makes um, sense. But like that, it, you can't give a team a home. It, it would be hilarious if they're light, if they're lighting off the. If I'm the owner, I'm 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 having to take that fine and make a uh oh and 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 light it up. A hundred percent, the twenty five thousand whatever fans that'll be there. Ninety-nine of them will be Bucks fans. I can guarantee you that. Twenty, get 20 twenty-two thousand. Get Jack Black to go down there like yeah. Nacho Libre and light the cannons. That would be classic. 
<laughs> it's an awesome stadium. They have this real cool terrace on on one. So on one side of the stadium is this like big terrace. Above the terrace is a huge screen. You know, you can walk around. They got palm trees in the middle of the stadium, and on the other end is the is the pirate ship. You know, where they have the Gasparilla and stuff. But yeah, uh, it should be fun, man. Look, the weekend is the halftime uh, performance. I know the young kids. Love, my kid, my five year old, she loves that that Blinding Light song. I mean, yep. Yep. Every get in the uh, car, Daddy, put on Blinding Lights by the weekend. Daddy, put yeah, on Blinding Lights by the weekend. Who's the halftime show? I don't even know who that character is. Who the hell? What y'all kids listening to down there? I don't, yeah, no, seriously. I don't know who he is. Who, who is it? You don't know the weekend? Who? He's only like one of the coolest pop stars out there. Yeah. Jeez, Ryan. His name's The Weeknd. He may, I mean, look, I, I think he's. It's not like I'm more of like it's a the, it's music the, kind of guy. It's the catchy. It's the catchy song on the Pepsi commercial. Yeah, blinding. Do I need to sing? No, we do not need I'm you not, singing. Um, okay. Never heard of them. I guess it's cool thing I like about the weekend. I will tell you what. I, I will. I will one give thing I like my life. One time during when Lady Gaga, who she is obsessed with, the prop bets for Lady Gaga, she went five and five one year, and I freaking ended up being on a positive in prop bets. Because of Lady Gaga and her picking because of Lady Gaga. The, 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 the color uh, of her wig and the color what she's going to cut her. It's like blonde, red, all black, all that stuff. Like shit. She's like, it's going to be blonde. I'm going to start with blonde. I'm like, you sure? She's like, yeah. I'm like, $100. Blonde, Lady Gaga. Hammer the blonde. <laughs> Hammer the blonde. That's great. Dude, I'll be Bucky's uncle if she wasn't right five out of five pounds. <laughs> One thing I like about the weekend is he takes on like a different persona or a different personality with each album. It's pretty cool. Like this last album, did you guys see the Joker, the latest Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix? He, it like it reminds me of that. Like if you watch some of the music videos, it's very dark, like depressed kind of guy. But yeah, but it, it, he's a he's a fun like you know. I mean, Super Bowl halftime shows. That's just kind of what they've they've you know. Gone are the days of uh, the Eagles. Or the Rolling Stones, you know, the, like it's the, I don't know. I, the weekend did spend like. Guy, so it's not appealing to did, anybody in my cohort. You, if you hear some about. of his music, if you hear some of his music, you're probably like, oh yeah, I've heard that song out in the bar before. You know, you, you would like, like, oh shit, I think I've, I've heard, heard that sound. Like, I don't, I don't listen to Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, right. I got you. Nah, he ain't no Abercrombie and Fitch. I tell you that. But um, I did know he put, he put up several million of his own dollars to put on this halftime show. Which all right, crazy. Well, let's so get it. Let's, let's you want talk about the game you itself. Stat? You want me to give you a good stat? Give me some stats. That's why people come to the Frenchman pod. They want to hear stats and info. So, n- n- not only to say that the Chiefs are a three point favorite right now. A lot. Some some books have it three and a half. Uh, roughly over under is about fifty seven plus or minus one. Um, the Chiefs. You you look at him. You are like, oh man, like th- minus three. They're, their offense is so good, you know. They're they're gonna run through the box just like that, just like sliced butter. Uh, I gotta say that the last nine times that the Chiefs have won, eight of the last nine have been a one possession game, and I'm gonna rattle them off as fast as I possibly can. So again, to put the last nine wins the Chief has had, other than Buffalo. Other than Buffalo two weeks ago, it's been one possession games. Panthers, two points. Raiders, four points. Bucks, three points. Broncos, six points. Dolphins, six points. Saints, three points. Falcons, three points. 
Uh, they lost to this week 17. They played their backups. They lost to uh, Chargers, I think. They played all their backups. Uh, so I, I didn't count that. And then Cleveland, again, the Browns. I think it was a yeah. four-point, five-point game. And then they, they beat the Bills by two touchdowns. It, I think that Pat Mahomes likes playing close games. I think it's more fun for him because he's so damn good. He likes playing close games. So we'll get – to what my theory on that is later in my prop bets. Um, but to keep the ball moving, the Chiefs are going to be out without their two starting tackles, their left tackle, Eric Fisher, and their right tackle. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz has been out for a while. So now they're having to move their, yep. their left tackle, who's been there, to right tackle. Uh, I'm sorry, they're, they're moving their guy that replaced Mitchell Schwartz at right tackle right. to left right. tackle, and they're kicking their right guard out to right tackle. And they're replacing the right guard. So they got three swaps. And then their center has been MIA pretty much most of the week because he got a half of a haircut by some guy got COVID. So their yep, offensive yep. line is definitely in flux. So, like, you look mm-hmm. at that, and then you look at Tampa Bay, and Antonio Brown was a full participant today. Yeah. So yep. You, you look at that, and you're like, well, health-wise, Tampa's got him. I mean, Tampa, how bad were they down in that first game? In the first half, I think Tyreek Hill had over 200 yards just about in the first half. They had no answer for him. And they ended up just losing by three. So I'm just putting these yeah, out yeah. here before I make my prediction. That uh, My thinking is this is going to be a tight, tight game. It's going to be a one-possession game. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to who has the ball ass, who's going to win the game. And my props that we're going to give out later, um, and my betting picks that we're all going to give our betting picks later, are going to reflect that. And it's it's not going to be sexy, but it's going to be what I think is going to happen. And you're going to really have to hedge a, a lot of different things if you if you try to win some money. But I wouldn't bet the, the house on either. I mean, honestly, because – No. And, and then, and then you're, like, you're like me. I think we're all like that because we're Saints fans. We're pulling for the Chiefs, right? We're pulling for Kansas City. But at the back of our minds, we're like, the Bucks have a really good shot at this. And I really yeah, don't yeah. want to bet against the Bucks, so I'll turn it over to Will right now. But that's my thinking right now. It's going to be a close game. I mean, yes, yeah, so Ryan, Ryan said that you know you don't want to bet against, against the Bucks. Bucks. It almost it almost, it almost feels, feels like, like this game, game could potentially be the uh, you know the battle of the tight ends um, with uh, you know Rob Gronkowski going up against uh, Travis Kelsey. Um, you know, but. Receiving cores look great. You know, I, I agree. You know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a pretty uh, pretty close one. You know, one of the things where Charlie was saying that with uh, you know people come here for information and stats and all that stuff. You know, here's a storyline for the uh, for the NFL that um, it, it is probably getting you know um, running the ground from like the like the media media, but I don't necessarily know that like from a fan point of view, like it it, it really gets. Uh, you know, touched on too much. And that's, um, you know, like Charlie was talking about, you know, Hey, you've got Raymond James stadium. You know, they seat 65,000 people. They're going to have 22,000 fans in attendance, um, you know, on Sunday, 75 of them, 7,500 of them are, uh, free tickets to frontline healthcare workers. So it was pretty awesome. From from Tampa, by the way, like people that are down there, because one of my best friends, his sister-in-law is one of those, 7,500 who got, who got free tickets down there. <laughs> okay. 
and 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 to and to touch on like how cool that is is from a the additional fourteen thousand five hundred tickets, you know they're going from like eight to twenty six thousand dollars a ticket, you know because nobody can get in can uh you know because but what sucks is you know they made a comment from a uh uh I heard this on WWL you know from the the local New Orleans stations back in the season when COVID started impacting you know the city of new Orleans was losing like $7 million for every home game. Yeah. You know, like, like bars, restaurants, hotel revenue, all this stuff. So you think about Tampa, I mean, like what, like last year, I think that um, Miami was like $574 million in revenue. Miami brought in um, the year before that was, you know, three, $400 million. Like um, what was it in Minnesota, maybe or something the the cold one, um, so, so Tampa's missing out on, you know, all this money, um, unfortunately, but who's not missing out on it? Online sports gaming. That's kind of like one of like the, the, the not talked about storylines is, is, uh, the up and coming, you know, uh, DraftKings website, you know, that's now allowing online sports gambling. And, and, and I, parlay all this into our to our uh, to our podcast because yeah you know we have a best bet segment um but you have that you've got the uh um barstool sports and um you know they're teamed up with pin with pin gaming you know they have you know the online uh sports betting and i want to say correct me if i'm wrong the nfl just reached a merger today with uh like skills um to uh to bring some uh some more gambling um from an online sports uh from an online sports betting standpoint but where I go with that whole thing everybody all these areas that are missing out on you know the in city revenues and stuff like that but but these businesses if you're fortunate enough to be sitting in a state that allows you know uh, if you got a casino that allows sports gambling or the online sports gambling like there's there's a Matthew McConaughey movie. I don't know if it, if everybody if Charlie or Ryan's seen it. It's probably mm-hmm. one of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. To, no, 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 that's the guy. I know. I'm just uh, saying. I love that yeah, part of the movie. Yeah, it's called Two for the Money, uh-huh. and um, it's him and Al Pacino, <laughs> and uh, it's him and Al Pacino, and and he ends up um, working for a, a sports gambling service. You know, giving picks. And uh, they made a quote in that movie that, uh, you know, sports gambling was like a um, $3 billion industry. And what's yeah. great about that, you know, obviously at that time, the only place you could bet on sports would be Vegas. And I mm-hmm. guess, um, yeah, you know, Vegas and uh, Atlantic City because um, mm-hmm. the, the coast, you know, down here in South Mississippi, we didn't even have it down here yet um, in the casinos. But um, they were like the best thing about that, why – it brings in so much revenue. The government hates it is because it's taxed. It's not yeah. taxed. Oh yeah. They can't get, you know, so yeah. now they're smart. They're wising up and they're starting to legalize it in these States. Another thing I wanted to piggyback off this betting thing. And this has absolutely nothing to do with the Super Bowl, really is you guys have the score, right? Well, no. betting on the Super Bowl. You guys have the score app, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they are, they are like the the biggest sports betting app in Canada. They're almost like the uh, like the DraftKings or FanDuel of Canada. 
and they're um they they allow for parlays and such but in canada it's kind of weird they don't allow for single game bets which is very weird so but tomorrow there's a vote on in their parliament or whatever whatever their like congressional body is uh, to allow that. And uh, so the score really, you know, this is not financial advice. This is not investment advice, but the score itself uh, sh- should, should do well. Uh, and also I think it does have pen gaming uh, back uh, support. So sports betting is like the future of, I don't even know the future of what, like the future of being a degenerate, like it's, it's going to happen in, in, in I'm here for it. <laughs> So for for our Louisiana listeners, uh, the update on that is it's going to be a big issue when the session is um, taking place this this spring, and all I think they had fifty eight of sixty eight parishes, which is counties and out of state, uh, vote for to legalize it. Um, I did hear a, a, a congressman say that they want to make it easy. So instead of like what Mississippi does, where you have to go to a casino to bet, they're going to make it to where you go from an app like most you know, respectable states are trying to do, because let's just be honest, who's going to, who's going to want to go make a, a bet at a casino. When you think about parking right. and everything else, when you can sit right. from the, the, the privacy of your, Oh, the line just changed. It's 1150 on a Sunday. Let me do yeah. this. I'm not going to casino. Then, and then, you know, you can have open parlays and then, you know, pair it off with somebody else, but then you're still going to have some illegal gambling because it's tax free. Because if you win a certain amount, you're going to have to claim on your taxes at the end of the year because that's the way the government works. Um, but other than that, Louisiana, that they are finally uh, opening their eyes and realizing, hey, we're, I mean, Louisiana is a, a state of debauchery. What the <laughs> hell? They should have been leading the way in this. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, whatever. I'm all about it. They had they had they had a circle okay. they had circle the wagons to make sure they could figure out how to pad their own pockets. Before yeah. they release what's going on, that was the delay. The politicians figured that out, and now we're going into how are we going to make it convenient? We can't just legalize it so people have to go to Harris in New Orleans, so people have to go to OTBs, you know, off-track betting places. You got to be able to do it from your convenience of your own home if you're going to do it. And hopefully, by next football season, it's going to be done in Louisiana. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're Back talking about game. Yeah, we're, well, we're going to talk. It's a good segue. We're talking about gambling, talking about picking games. So, like Ryan was saying, the spread on this is Chiefs are three point favorites. Uh, do you have the over under on the top of your head? 57. 57 perts. What do you guys I don't like? think? I don't think either defense is capable of, of holding the score to under 57, honestly. But let me go as far as saying this. If if you stop and think about what we've seen all year long, Vegas pretty much nails these points. Like yep. this this 56 is pretty friggin' close yeah. if you had to if you had to ask me. Um for me it's 56. I, I can buy the 57, but but um yeah, I I I think it, I I think it's gonna be a, a higher scoring game than that personally. So how are you picking? How are you picking? I'm I'm going against uh, Ryan, um, which I don't know what he's picking. He just said, you know, being Saints fan, we're probably all yeah. pulling for Patrick Mahomes. Like, yay, you know. But um, I I all I all 
also have a part of me that uh, channels his inner uh, Charlie from a few weeks ago who said, uh, man, it's tough to uh, go against playoff Tom Brady. Nope. And now it's now it's Super Bowl Tom Brady. Yep. So six out of nine ain't bad, man. Six out no. Of nine no. So my gut tells me he turns it on about like he did against the Buffalo Bills. And it's, you know, Chiefs are going to have to play keep up. All right, so are you going to make an official pick? Uh, the 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 score, I, I don't know, but but um, from a uh, who's winning, um, I, on on this, yeah, I'm going uh, Tampa Bay plus three, um, yeah. Tampa Bay plus three. I, I think I think it's either close and they cover the plus three, or I think they just you know win 10, 14 points. Then it's so. Do you have any props that you like? Oh, uh, you know, I was I was looking at some of those earlier. Um, there, there I think a we should do let's let's do props. Like, let's pick the game, and then Ryan, we'll use your your props, and we'll like what what those props are, and the three of us can just say over under or push. Okay. If that's I mean, I, I could tell you um, some of the props kind of go into my pick, but we we we'll get to that. Uh, go ahead. Hey, let, let's let's do the pick first. And then we'll, Let's do the pick first, and then we'll do then we'll do the props. Okay. Well, well, I got one that probably Ryan ain't even gonna have on his, um, and it's uh, the Patrick Mahomes is uh, total completions. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> total completions. <laughs> over so, under. Over on under. Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend acting a fool on camera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- uh, Patrick Mahomes' total completions over under twenty seven and a half. Um, I was looking at that one earlier, and I was just thinking to myself like. To be over 27 and a half completions, he's got to be slinging that ball a lot. You know what I mean? Like, Dude. most of the time, it's. He will. That's over. I'm, you, you know, you, if I'm you putting money so? on that, I'm slamming the over because the Chiefs don't run the ball. They don't run the ball. But you know who does run the ball is the Bucks. I'm going to, because we're just kind of throwing it around, I, I'm going to just throw my game pick out there. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, I definitely agree with Will with the Bucks plus three because, like, <clears throat> fool me once, shame. I will not pick against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I just, I just won't do it. I won't do it. I ain't gonna do it. I just, I can't, man. He's the greatest of all time, man. He's the greatest playoff player of all time. I'm just not doing it. I love Patrick Mahomes. I really, really, really like the Chiefs. I really love Andy Reid with his Hawaiian shirt. He's got the mustache going, the cheeseburgers, his mask is all fogged up. Like I love Andy Reid. Such a great guy. But man, I just I can't do it. It's Tom Brady number one. I mean there's there's reasons, man. Like I got reasons. Tom Brady in the playoffs. Okay, that's number one. Number two, this is a home. I don't give a crap what. How, this is a home game for the Bucks. This is a home yeah. game. It's on their turf with their, you know, their atmosphere, all that. Another another reason that Ryan read off earlier today that I picked up on during the week, man, the Chiefs not having those tackles or shuffling around three positions on the line that would worry the piss out of me because last week we saw. The Bucks figure out like a pass rush in Shaq Barrett, who did absolutely nothing all year, is is was coming on like a psychopath last week or a couple weeks ago. I I like the I like the way the Bucks are playing right now because it's all just kind of coming together. And I'm not picking against Tom Brady. Another thing, 
You got to watch the weather. If you're betting this game, you've got to pay attention to the weather forecast. Right now, it's like a 70 to 75% chance of rain. And it's earlier in the day. day. Okay. But this thing, it's it's Florida, though, man. Florida rain is weird. Like, it'll be sunny and perfect outside. Next thing you know, it's a downpour for like 20 minutes, and then boom, it's sunny again. You just like weather could absolutely play a factor in this game because if it's wet, it's. It's not so much about throwing a wet ball. Quarterbacks can throw a wet ball. Like Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady will have no problem throwing a wet ball. Catching the wet ball is hard. Uh, number one. Number two, um, the running game. The Chiefs don't have a dominant running game. On the other side of the ball, the Bucks. Leonard Fournette is ascending. I mean, he's playing the best he's played I've, in, in a couple years, man. And, he, and that's right now going into the Super Bowl. Weather could be a factor. Injuries on the Chiefs' front line could be a factor. There's always the Tom Brady factor, and there's the home Super Bowl factor. I'm definitely going Bucks plus three in this game. And <clears throat> if it rains, and this is kind of like a piss, uh, like a wimpy pick here. If it rains, I'm going under the points. If it's not, I think it's a push because, like Will said, I think Vegas has been like spot on with the points. <sighs> okay. Oh, Ryan. Uh, I'll, I'll um, agree with you on. A lot of what you just said and Brady's Super Bowl expertise and everything else. I will like to point out to say, though, although the Kansas City Chiefs have been in a lot of one-point game or one-possession games, with Pat Mahomes starting, including the playoffs, they are 16-1 and with their one loss to the Raiders. There it is. 16-1. and So what I'm going to bet on, what I'm going to go on, is going to correlate with everything. When I talk about prop bets, I'm going to bet. I mean, I don't love the three, to be honest with you. And some some books have it three and a half. I don't love that number. I don't love the number three because that's a push. And I think that's where it's going to fall, to be honest with you. And my, my prediction is, uh, honestly, 30 to 27, which is right where Vegas is predicted. I know it's not fun. I know it's not. But I do have other stuff to back it up that I'm looking forward to sharing soon. And um, just just a little bit, I can tell you, um, Pat Mahomes MVP. If you can get it plus one hundred, which is basically if you bet a hundred dollars on it, you win a hundred dollars, so it's even even odds. You can bet that, and I can tell you if the if the versus Kansas City minus three, Kansas City minus three, which is minus one sixty five on the money line, which is basically if the if you pick just the Chiefs to win. You would have to bet $16.50 to win $10, $165 to win $100. So I'm trying to say that as slow as I possibly can so our folks can uh, understand that. I think I think uh, a lot of them understand it, but just to be safe. Yeah. So it's, it's $165 on the money line. But if the Chiefs win this game, the odds of Pat Mahomes not being the MVP and a non-quarterback not being MVP is very rare in Super Bowls. So if you can get the money on it even for him to be the MVP at a hundred, you know, 10, 10 to ten, you bet ten dollars, you win ten dollars, a hundred dollars, you win a hundred dollars plus a hundred. That's what I like more than anything because I can tell you, you got you got minus three for the Chiefs. Minus three 
lands on about 18% of the time for Super Bowls and for NFL games in the last 10 years. Two points is about 5%. One point is about 7%. So you're looking right there at a percent. You might as well just bet it on Mahomes being MVP versus the spread. So um, I'm whatever reason in my head, I have a lot of I, I'm good at math statistics kind of run through my head a little bit. Um, it, it's, it's a disease I would like to think. And I like to like try to put these numbers together and say, Hey, what's smarter? What's smarter? What's smarter? So, you know, if I can bet on uh, Tom Brady to throw over two and a half um, touchdowns for, if I bet say a hundred dollars, $110 and I win a hundred dollars, or I can bet on Tom Brady to throw for three touchdowns and I'll win. Uh, if I bet $10, I win $60. Or if I bet $10 on him to do four uh, four touchdowns, I win $70. Well, let me hedge it with the two and two, if that makes sense. Instead of just the, the even plus two and a half, because then you think, okay, what's the chance of him throwing five touchdowns? Not very good. So let me go with the three touchdowns and let me go with the four touchdowns because I do think he's going to throw over two and a half touchdowns. Same thing with Mahomes. Like it's just a lot of intricacies that you got to look at. And you talk about 10%, 15% here or there. When you're looking at prop bets, that makes a difference. So uh, I, we, I'll get to my favorite prop bets in a little bit. I know we run, run through it. My prediction, again, it's boring. It's Kansas City 30 to 27. As much, it, it, as good as, as good as Tampa Bay is, and I keep thinking back, like, oh, yeah, we've got the offensive line issues. Andy Reid's had two weeks to compensate for the, the offensive tackle issues. Um, Mahomes doesn't take sacks. He rolls out. They're going to make sure they're ready um, for that. Um, the, he, I mean, he's not just going to sit in the pocket and take hits. Right. Let's put it that way. And, um, man, I mean, he, he's, he's fucking um, – I mean, I apologize for the, the F word, but he's just – he's the best – player in the NFL right now. Oh yeah, definitely. I put my money on him if I'm putting my money on anything else. So, yep. You can't go wrong in this. I mean, like you can make a very sound solid uh pick in this game. You know. Tampa Bay's got the better defense. There's no doubt about it. And they've been playing better and better and better. Devin White's been playing unbelievable. You know, it just still The game the game the Saints the game that uh the game when we played them and uh, we lost in the divisional round, Devin White, and I'm not a, 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 you know, being a Florida guy, I'm not an LSU hater, you know, but Ryan made the comment, you know, this is why they drafted him, you know, fourth overall, blah, 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 blah. That game was the eye-opening game for me where I looked and I was like, I almost feel like that was his game where you can almost say he solidified himself as an elite linebacker. Dude, he's the best you know, player on the field that day. Best player on the yeah, like, field that day. Him well, and like, like, I, like I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then that game hits, and and he single-handedly took it over on defense. And it was just like, who who on God's green earth does it? You know what I mean? Like, it was just – that, That's an Erlacher. Yeah. That's, that's a Bray Lewis. Yeah. Just, uh, just yeah. an unbelievable yeah. effort. That, like, you just – they're rare to come by. So, Will's talking about LSU guys. Ryan, how many LSU players are playing in the Super Bowl? Six. See, that I, – I mean, I should have done this before the pod, but to me, like, that's got to be, like, up there with the most ever, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely the most ever. Uh, I think it's if, at worst it's tied for the most ever. I think from the stat I saw earlier. So, uh, guess how many Alabama players are in it? Will? I don't know. Not a one. Zero. So, if we have any, uh, you know, potential recruits out there listening to this, which is probably about a zero percent chance, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless um, looking for a school look to go in the Super Bowl. You go in. And you look at look at all the backup cornerbacks that Alabama's put out that, that just you know fester away, and then you look at the ballers that come in as rookies, as second year players, as third year players, as fourth round draft picks. Look at Daniel Hunter; I mean, he came out of nowhere. It's just unbelievable the talent. Uh, Louisiana just breeds it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Alabama's got I had a couple. Uh, Louisiana breeds it couple people on Twitter, you know, we we're talking about who to root for. How do you look at a couple people are like, man, just root for the LSU boys. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I could do that. I could, I could, I'm just, you know, Saints aren't in it. So, I mean, yeah, the Bucks are a Saints rival, but like of all the, of all the teams, even with Tom Brady on the damn team, of all the teams in the South, the Bucks are the teams that like, that bothers me the least. Well, I guess the Panthers now that Paul Newton's not there, but like, no, like the Bucks and the Panthers will never be on the same level as the Falcons with me. And maybe that's just because I'm not down there in the South, but like, I don't know. I went to a Bucks. Here's the thing, man. I grew up in Redskin country. I grew up in NFC East country. These fans are crazy. They're insane. Like, you could go to a Redskins game and see Redskin fans beating the hell out of each other, or go to right. a Eagles game and get and get like stabbed with a with a beer bottle. Like, they're they're insane. I went to a Saints game in Tampa with a Saints jersey on and I'm surrounded by Tampa fans. That's another thing I like about uh, uh, I admire about Tampa was like that year that the Bucks weren't very good at all. But that stadium it was the last game it was the last game of the season where we picked off it was 2017 where we picked off Jameis five times and still lost. Um yeah. <laughs> the, the Bucks were not good that year and that stadium was packed and I got no crap. I mean of course they're joking with me and all that but it's like I don't know. I don't have a hatred for the Bucks and Panthers like I do for the Falcons. And I don't know if that's an NFC South thing or if that's just because I'm used Reeves to Reeves laid the egg at the wrong time, huh? He always lays the egg at the wrong time. Like you talking about the, the five interception game. How did we how yeah. did Saints not win that game? Amara ran the opening kickoff back or whatever. Well, I'm walking into the stadium. I'm getting to my seat and I look up at the Jumbotron and I see Kamara outrunning everyone. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Stadium yeah. is like, ah, oh, damn. You know, they're all pissed off. And I'm, of course, I'm being loud, like, yeah, who that? And we lost. I couldn't believe we lost. We picked them off. We picked off Jameis five times. We picked them off in the end zone a couple times. I remember Marcus Williams had a nice pick right in the back of the end zone, oh, right in uh, front of where I was sitting, man. Ain't no way we're losing this game. And what? Crawley, PTSD. Crawley crapped the bed. Last play of the game, Jameis throws a dime, dime to, uh, wasn't Godwin. Who was that? I forget. The, he's not on the team. Anymore. No, no, no. It was a wide receiver. I forget his name. Not Godwin. It's not Evans. It was the their third wide receiver before. Uh, Jackson? Who? Sean no, Jackson. It <laughs> no, it wasn't him, wasn't it? I forget. It. Uh, anyway, anyway. Was great- you, want, you want to go through the uh, props? It, 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 it might – it might have been Godwin because their their touchdowns for that game on the Bucks came from uh, um, Peyton Barber, uh, Jameis Winston, and Chris Godwin. 
I guess it was guy went up the right side yeah. against Kirk, uh, Ken Crawley. If it was, if it was the last game of the year, so the like the New Year's Eve game. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was the New Year's Eve. Yeah. Game. Jesus. All right. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Tampa. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I'm just, I'm. We're getting back into. It. I was going to say, I was looking at the uh, at the stat line of that game. We uh, we went to halftime. It was uh, fourteen to thirteen Saints. Uh, we scored three points in the third quarter. They scored none. We scored one touchdown in the fourth quarter. Tampa scored 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That game. Anyways, <clears throat> so I don't hate I don't hate the Bucs. I dislike them because they're in our division. They're in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady goes there. He could have came to the Saints, but Breeze came back, and now they're in the Super Bowl. Like, that, that definitely irks me. But, you know, whatever. It is what yeah. it is. Let's go. Let's run through Ryan's prop bets. Ryan's probably around yeah. with his little hamster. Yeah, go ahead. A little bit. Let's run through prop prop bets. All right, you want me to run through my my favorites or just the ones that uh, I about sent y'all earlier? No, no, no. What are your favorites? What, 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 yeah, your favorites, and and we'll and we'll right. bounce off of them. My favorites again: uh, Mahomes being MVP plus one hundred, uh, even money. That's that's definitely that, that's better than betting the Chiefs. Money line for sure. Um, and I'll now, say that. now answer me, answer me this: uh, Is that just a straight up? He has to be MVP, or is that only if you know, like, like let's say you make the bet, and then Kansas City loses the game, and uh, you know it, it's somebody from the Bucks is the MVP. Like, is it no bet? Or is it a loss? You know, like it oh, yeah, bet's yeah, only good if yeah. Kansas City wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to be an MVP. Clear cut. Clear okay, cut. Okay. So, uh, sacks by both teams. Again, um, they had three sacks last game. I'm going over 3.5 just because of the offensive tackles for Kansas City. Do I think it's going to have a huge, huge impact? No, because I, I think that Andy Reid had a quote earlier saying, yeah, they may not be like sexy or anything like that, but they're scrappy. So whatever, whatever it is, those those boys on that line is gonna be scrappy. Mahomes is gonna know what he needs to do to get away from the pass rush. But I still think it's gonna be three and a half. I think each team gets two. That's minus one thirty. Meaning, if you bet a hundred dollars or you bet one hundred thirty dollars, you win a hundred dollars. That's what the minus is. Uh, one of my favorites is game tied after zero zero. Again, I think everything. That I'm going with in this game is good. Is that the game's going to be close? So you think that'll be another tie? Yeah, seven, seven, three, three, whatever. It's minus one, one ten. So you bet one hundred ten, you win one hundred dollars. You bet eleven dollars, you win ten dollars. Uh, if at any point there's a tie, or at a yeah, quarter tie again after zero zero, any point. Okay, uh, any okay, okay. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I think uh, that's I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going on it's going to be a close game more than anything. And something else to correlate to that, I'm going to go with uh, the game going in overtime plus 900. So 9-1 to one odds on the game going overtime. Again, I think this is going to be a, a fight-to-fight duel. Um, two and if you're odds. a big better, not you in general, but if any of the listeners are a big better, the game going to overtime at plus 900 – it's worth to lay a hundred dollars down on it just for a chance to win nine hundred, or just because, or ten to win ninety. If you're, you know, cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You yeah. bet a lot of different props, but yeah, nonetheless, it's it's a good bet. I mean, it's good odds, good odds because 
I think it's going to be down to the wire. I mean, you, you look at a game that's a three-point favorite, there's a good chance it could go in overtime. Let's just be honest. So, yeah. Uh, Gronkowski, I do, he had over, uh, he had 106 yards last time they played. So obviously, it's a matchup issue. Are they going to put more on him? Yeah, sure. But is it over him going over 30.5 yards, which is what the over under for him is right now? Minus 110 again. So give me Gronk over 30.5. I think Brady brought, brought him to Tampa Bay. He's going to want him to, to get some action and, Gronk's a mismatch, man, and, and Honey Badger would probably be on him. And Honey Badger's sacrificing about a foot, a foot on him, so he's got yeah. toughness, but he, he doesn't have a foot of, of, of length. So give me that. Uh, and then, again, when I said that uh, I do think that Chiefs will win but by one possession game, so you could go with Chiefs' margin of victory if it's one to four, it's plus 450. Plus 450, one to four. So that's mm. not, they're not covering the spread on three, three of the four points, but that's them winning plus 450. I mean, it's got to fall. Yeah, that's that's so. basically what Ryan was saying earlier was like, look at the spread and then play your money the smart way. If yeah. the spread is three and the, 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 the payout, like you were saying, Compare that to the payout from what you just said. The spread is telling you, Vegas is telling you that they think the Chiefs are going to win this by three. I I think, you know, that I actually think that that means they think that they're going to win a little bit more because I still, I think, I think Vegas is considering this a home game for the Bucs too, to a certain extent. So like a three point Chiefs win could mean like up to a six point Chiefs win, but just like as a, as a, as an added, clarification or, or whatever to what Ryan was saying earlier is look at the spread and then look at these kind of prop bets makes much more sense to play your money smart in that way. Plus 450. If you think the chiefs are going to win, but the only thing they're going to cover is spread plus 450. I mean, versus minus 165 for them just to win. I mean, and you could do this through point margins, you know, one through 14 and that's better than a 165 spread or a money line. So, they're, they're not going to blow out the Bucs. Right. It's not going to be a 14-plus blowout. The Bucs are going to hang in there. There's no doubt about that. Yep. So, it, I mean, this is the best way to do the math. and just, just So then I do so, – so you bet a little bit on that and pick the, your favorite. So then I go back and do five to eight points plus 500. So you bet – you know, you could bet 10 on one and 15 on another, whatever you want to do. Like whatever, whatever you – is it within your budget, do that. But then, so then you got the Chiefs minus eight, right? And then you got plus 950 odds, and you may lose a little bit there, but I mean, the odds are just really, really good in your favor. So um, that's what I'm doing there. And then uh, my last one is total Buccaneers to score over three and a half. Um, It's even. So you bet 100, you win 100, you bet 10, you win 10. Uh, it's even three and a half, and that counts the kicker. So you got the kicker, and they need three other scores from three other players. Uh, I got, I got one prop bet for you. Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown in the first half. Yes or no? If yes, it's plus one forty. 
You uh-huh. bet a hundred, you win a hundred and forty. If if Kelsey scores a touchdown in the first half, first half. First half. I, yeah, yeah, first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, I would probably say yeah, but I think I would probably go, maybe go back to his scoring charts and see when he starts to heat up because he, he's Kelsey, like the closer. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Kelsey seems like the the go to guy towards the end of the game. Whereas like Reek and these other dudes are the ones that are firing off in the first half of the game. And but I that's just I wonder if we're gonna have Devin White or Winfield or who they're gonna play on Kelsey. It's gonna be interesting to see because you almost need to spy on uh, Mahomes, and that's another one I like too. Is him minimum rushing yards is like fourteen or, or twenty something like that. Like he's gonna when the play breaks, he's gonna run. This is do or die situation. He's gonna run. Who are they gonna put on Kelsey? Y'all think? I don't know, but I do know that the Bucks defense is fast. So, like, if they have to get over there to get him, that's the thing, though, is the Bucks defense is also overly aggressive as hell. Like, and if they come out in any type of man, first of all, if they come out in zone, blitzing, blitzing. they're going to, okay, but guess what? If they, if, if they blitz and run, like, you know, man coverage on the back end or something, I could see Mahomes having, what's Mahomes, what was Mahomes' prop bet on the ground? Like 30 yards or 25 yards, something like that? 19 and a half. 19 and a half. I might hammer the over because I feel like they're going to try to press these little receivers, these fast guys, and run man. And I can see Mahomes escaping out, his toes better. Taking advantage. And taking advantage of that and running and getting a cut. So 19 and a half. You don't think that Mahomes isn't going to run for two first downs this game? I mean, the total of what two first downs would be. I, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. Here's a, here's a quick uh, interruption to our prop bets. It's an interesting fact that maybe not all of our listeners know that someone on Twitter was talking about it. I thought it was pretty cool. Did you guys know that Rob Gronkowski and Travis Kelsey are the same age? Doesn't seem right to me. Feels feels no. Feels like Gronk would be like a million years older. But Kelsey's had a lot less keg stains, I guess. A lot less cocaine, y'all. Yeah, and definitely less Shark Tank visits. Yeah, the Gronkowski brothers were on Shark Tank once, selling some some like some gym water or something. Yeah, yeah. But, all right, back back to the back to the prop bet. Back to your regularly scheduled gym program. water. <laughs> you want to you want to drink the sweat of a Gronkowski? Come drink the secret stuff. Water, ten percent Gronk sweat. Yeah. Um. Anything else on the Super Bowl? I, that's really all I got, man. I'm just oh, I uh, got any more any more props you want us to talk about. But uh, if anybody wants any more prop bets, they can um, they can tweet the Frenchman Connection. The Frenchman Connection. Uh, we send, we send our whole list uh, of props, and you know, don't don't get mad at us when we don't hit. But hey, uh, I think all of us we like numbers. We're good with numbers, and. Uh, y'all, y'all's day to day activity. I think all of our um, careers. Yeah, dude, we stare at numbers all day. I mean, dude, I was obsessed with uh, you know training cards back in the day, just looking in the back, and that's what made me good at fantasy sports. In the, like in the back. back, oh damn, Reno, damn, we had forty seven hundred yards, and you know nineteen eighty three. That's pretty damn good, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, get and then, you know, just you you become obsessed with, it and it's second nature. It just clicks in your head. I mean, there, there's. Training. Pages trading Beckett's. So you got to just decipher it, and then you know you look at one, just cross it out. It's like a lot of ticket on it. Just cross it. Out. 
Hey, I don't want to go back to it. I don't want to go back. Any Saints, uh, Saints related stuff you guys want to touch on? I mean, there was the Sean Payton interview we could talk about for like two minutes where he, he basically Wait, said what we've been telling the listeners is that they're going to roll with Jameis and Taysom. Hey, I, I, think, I, I think, I think, the, week, so, you know, let, let that Super Bowl happen. Breeze will have the announcement next week that he's retiring. And then everybody, well, I, can, you know, fight over that point. Dad I will. think we need to, you know, I was going to say, I think we need to save the, uh, the, uh, the, the Saints chat for next week as we're going to have a special guest come on um, the episode next week, um, midweek. One um, hell of a tease there, Will. That's and, and I think, yeah, and I and I think that would just be the 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 best time to really uh, yeah, I talk agree. up some saints. Yeah, I am extremely ready balls about the guests we have coming on this week. Um, but yeah, oh, just got an I just got an, just got an email from the network. Um, anyways, thanks for listening to our very first. Uh, Frenchman Connection podcast episode, part of the Belly Up Sports Network. You guys can go to bellyupsports.com. And uh, again, they have they have anything fantasy, you know, fantasy, football, all the sports leagues, um, <clears throat> betting advice, stuff like that. Um, some sponsors. Be- Belly Up Sports is sponsored by Manscaped. So guys, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. If you need to do a little bit of yard work down there, or uh, you know, or girls, if we have girls listening and you want to do your do your man a favor, you can head over to Manscape and use code Belly Up Fantasy for a twenty percent off. Makes a great uh, birthday present. Or hey, man, loves loves right around the corner for Valentine's Day. What what says I love you more than than uh, than manicured balls? Where do we just go with that? Hey man, they're 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 the net they're the network sponsors. One of the network sponsors. I feel like it's my duty to push the sponsors. Um, we have more sponsors coming down coming down the pike though. By the way, so we'll break that down after the pod and on the next pod. I have more information on that. But thank you guys. It's uh, finishing just under an hour. Uh, I don't have anything else. Who that and have a good Super Bowl. Um, Who that? Enjoy the weekend. Uh, ha ha! See what I did there. <laughs>